Hello there, listeners. This is Jim, the Keith bartender. Right now, I don't even know. Wait, let, oh, I know the music's playing. Damn it. Stop that music. Stop. There. I'm using my regular, this is Jim, the Keys bartender, coming to you from Key Largo. I'm using my normal sound system, the, not normal. I'm back to using the soundboard and the computer because I'm trying to go back to the live venues. Yes, today at 4 p.m., that's Tuesday, June 29th. I was going to say December 29th because, you know, December 29th could be the same temperature. could be 83 degrees. Who knows, right? So while a lot of the United States is boiling right now, we are relatively just temperate, really nice. And uh, I wanted to try to bring it back to some back to some normalcy, even though what's normal in this day's day and age, right? Who knows? While I'm at it, and if I remember freshly, yesterday I was working my normal double, and that was a Monday, and my girls are away, so I have the sole responsibility of taking care of my little dog, Roxy. And I was running out the door because it had been thundering earlier and storming. And I knew she was going to be upset. So I came to the house. Real, uh, I, uh, I got someone to cover me because it was kind of slow around 2 o'clock. And as I got in my, I was getting in my car, a Jeep pulls up. And I'm backing up. And out of the Jeep comes the, this guy, and he starts approaching the car, and he has a smile on his face. Now, if I was in Philly, when I'm getting in my car and someone pulls up in a car and then they approach you real quick, you're kind of sometimes you're just a little leery. Here I wasn't, so I rolled down my window and stuff like that, and the gentleman goes, hi, are you Jim? And I said, yeah, I'm Jim. And I'm thinking, oh, I mean, the first thing came in my head when they pulled up was that the guy needed a notary, right? That was the first thing. And then the second thing was maybe they left something behind. And all the way down the list was, hi, my name is Todd. I wouldn't have expected to know the person's name, but my name is Todd. I was, I'm a listener of yours from Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay, now I've had this several times. I had this about like 15, 16 times so far. It's getting more and more frequent, which is nice. It's nice to be recognized. So I, I pulled my car back in because I, you know, they were covering me. I was just a couple minutes. Uh, I was, I'm right around the corner, so it was no big deal for me to stop. I mean, it was, I'm not, it was a big deal for me. I had to stop because it's, here's a listener pulling in. And I said, are you coming in? He goes, no, we're heading back. I said, I'm from Gettysburg. My family's here. And this, oh, you have your family? Yeah, my wife and daughter. And I went over to their uh, Jeep, and I said hello and greet him. And I, I spoke to Todd, and I asked him, uh, oh, wow, uh, how'd, you, how'd you hear the show? And he goes, uh, don't at, or something like that. He says, uh, I, he, doesn't, he doesn't know. And I thought, well, I was just amazed that someone was listening, and they actually got to meet someone I didn't solicit to listen to the show. 
I didn't make a, a request and say, hey, listen, I have a podcast. You want to listen to it? I, don't, I try not to say it. When I talk to people about the podcast, I just say, hey, listen, it's not for everyone, but it, some people like it, and the ones that like it seem to really like it because they're, as my estimations are, is I, I try not to think about too much about what I'm like and what I do and try not to alter the fucked up wirings that are going on in my head. But I just try to let it go. Okay. So I, I said hi to Todd and his lovely family who's driving back to Gettysburg. They said they had to stop in a week before. And the funny thing about it is I got a totally different impression on who it was that was listening to the show from my friend who was a bartender. And I said, listen, I'm telling my coworkers, I said, if someone comes in says they're here because of, please do me a favor, you know, let's uh, treat them right. Let's get something. Not, I'm not saying they don't treat people right when they come in there and stuff like that. Oh, boy, that sounds really bad. When I said suggest don't treat them like some weirdo, just because you don't listen to the podcast, I said to my coworkers, there's a lot of people around there that do. It's great because they don't listen to it, so I guess I can say whatever I, I fucking want to say about my coworkers. But I'm not surprised that they don't listen to the podcast until probably, and then all of a sudden when more people mention it, they'll probably start listening and then they'll start saying shit. But until that point, I don't have to worry about it. Right? I mean, should I be surprised? Because I had someone on the show for over a year and I asked him one time, the guy's a musician. He was on the show, and I said to him, hey, do you ever listen to the podcast? He goes, well, I don't even know how to get a podcast. I said, are you fucking kidding me? You show up every week to be on the podcast, and you didn't go out of the effort to see, out of your way to see how to listen to yourself? Do you ever listen to your music? I guess he doesn't. It's one of those people that doesn't like to listen to his voice. I don't go back and listen to my old episodes. I listen to it for sound quality, and that's it. And I'm hoping that sound quality is working pretty good. Right now, since I'm live, I'm, my chat heads are open, and I'll just put on there, hi, I am live. Hi. This is Jim and we are oh, – we care. <laughs> We are live. Liver. Liver. Uh, we are liver. We are live. I'll put that in. Boom. See if anybody comes up. No. That You know what? Since I don't announce the live shows, I'm going to do a recorded show at 4 p.m. Uh, today. So that show probably won't be posted till like 5, 5.30. And I have a couple local guests lined up. You know, like we used to do. And uh, I I have a tendency not to go with a co-host because it can't always be available, so I have to kind of do it on my own. And if I had relied on a co-host, you get in a knack. You get, you know how you get in a habit of doing things. It's like playing doubles tennis. I just got to learn to shut up when people are talking and they're relating a story. If I hear something funny, don't. 
cut him off. I mean, it's a sign. I guess I'm selfish. I realize I'm selfish sometimes and attention-seeking. But uh, what I really would like to do is just provide a quality podcast, which I've been endeavoring to do. I hope, I hope the phone's ringing right now. And you know what? Since we're live, I'm going I'm to see who it is. 647. I guess maybe I should wait. Maybe it's not coming out. Leave a message if you're listening to live and and you can get on Spreaker, you can chat with me by texting, or you can text me on the phone. But I really can't pick up the phone because I don't want to have you. Well, I can't have you on the. I can put you on speaker, but just text me. So, as you know, my ongoing home alone. Venture. I haven't set up any traps around my house or anything to keep, you know, I don't have to defend my home because, you know, it's a safe neighborhood and stuff like that. Plus, I have n- neighbors on two sides of me and across with a clear view, and now I got a neighbor behind me. So, there's nothing going on right now. And we're rolling into July 4th weekend coming up. This is Tuesday, but, you know, it is the beginning of the roll. And I'm looking forward to uh, a nice 4th of July. We've been doing really well. And I'm going to do some, cover some of the news since we have the newspaper here and since I'm doing it using a microphone uh, instead of the powered mic, which you may notice a little change in the quality. And you may get a more, I guess, more of a true quality to, the, to my voice. Now, I've mentioned before that, and I'm later I'm going to talk about an incident that happened at work, that there's been a lot of scams going on with the Airbnb, right? And they should, once again, a Boy Scout group, what is it? A disgruntled Boy Scout leader from Georgia took to Twitter last week to alert others about fake Airbnb, Airbnb he booked on Big Pine Key that turned out to be a location of an empty lot. Which, correct me if I'm wrong, that's perfect for uh, Boy Scouts, isn't it? Just tents, so you can put tents, but I guess they got to have a place where they can shit and, and stuff like that. But I guess they showed some kind of structure there. It's just they said that the structure shown on Airbnb ad didn't exist. And when you purchase something online and it's not there, when you show up, contacting the local police. Because what happens with this? Let me explain with the Airbnb. Airbnbs pay very little, if any, in local taxes. It is not the responsibility of the authorities, the local authorities, to police the Internet. Do you understand? The local authorities are there to police the things that are physically in the county. And the internet, you could be from anywhere in the world. So whenever you deal with the, you're in the internet and there's no conclusion that the person is in Monroe County, they reside out of Monroe County, then you're shit out of luck. And I hate to say that like that, but I said it again. I'll say it again. You're shit out of luck. What's there to do? Well, you got to do due diligence. And they explain it in the, uh, article. I'm not going to go through the whole article, but they suggest you to go to 
Google Earth and you can go and get it. But you know what? It depends if the Google, um, the mapping vehicle that goes down and takes a picture of the streets and stuff. Do you ever see a Google vehicle? I've seen at least six times I've seen a vehicle go around which has all the cameras in the center and it's taking pictures all in a 360 degree driving down these streets. You could do that. You could check online. You can call mine, uh, You can call someone local and say, listen, I'm renting a property. I just want to make sure it's there. And is this the person that owns it? You could check with the county, see uh, who owns a proper property. And if you're talking to that person, you could try to get that. I'm not saying that. But you could get that person in trouble, too, because in Monroe County, uh, a house, you can rent you can do a vacation rental, but it has to be for a minimum of 28 days, I think. So these short-term rentals, Airbnb, they don't, they kind of slip under radar and they don't end up paying taxes. Okay, another thing. The Glade salinity impacts the crocodiles. There's a story right there. I talked about that, that a week and a half ago about fresh water coming from the Everglades, the Everglades River that would flow, traditionally flowed into Florida Bay is no longer happening because of the cane fields and the roads and all that shit. And they were looking to open it up to restore the traditional flow of the river of grass, it was called. And over the distance of where the water travels, kind of purification process, removes cell pollutants and stuff like that. But since it's not stopped, that's why when you see about waters that come from Okeechobee and all that stuff, the, the, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but uh, the last couple summers, though I don't know if it happened last summer or the summer, it was a su- definitely the summer before that, there was a breach in one of the dikes containing the irrigation water and all that stuff that's trapped in there. It's real bad black water. And when they released it, it caused a lot of sea life die-off. They were killing manatees and shit like that. Now, part of the other impact of storing up that water is that they are not the flow is stopped, the traditional flow. And you need to have that amount of fresh water coming into Florida Bay to change the salinity level. So it's not the same as the um, bay water is a little higher without the introduction of fresh water. And fresh water allows for certain seagrass and certain life to propagate better. So that's in there. Okay, and they're talking about the, uh, the reef. They're talking about the mahi protection's not strong enough. This, yeah, this was last week's paper. I've been saying for the longest time, they don't have enough restrictions. And what happened? People say, uh, what local, and I know my local fishermen friends say it, but the the reason they're doing it is to keep the population of the dolphin, uh, the dolphin fish, healthy. Right the right kind of numbers. Now, my, uh, some people may say, hey, it's mainly off South America. It's like out Ecuador and all these places, Venezuela. They're the ones that are really killing the, the dolphin. Well, I'm telling you that overfishing on these boats is doing it too. So if you restrict that, there's that much. And you say, well, they'll just catch them someplace else. Maybe they will. But you know what? we got to make an effort some way. You can't just say, well, they're taking it, so we're going to take it. And you're just being that much more efficient, obliterating 
the dolphin population, mahi, dolphin fish, the mahi-mahi. Because I know when people are listening, they go, dolphin, no way, we, what are you, fishing for flipper? No, we're not. And some of you fuck, sick fucks, I'm not saying you sick fucks, but there's some sick fucks that would actually eat a dolphin if they had the opportunity. So we didn't have any really great, interesting stories here. Um, let me see. Oh, the one thing that I found, and I did mention before, this is kind of like, it's like sometimes I'm thinking, well, you fucking listen to this show and you're just taking it. Uh, this is from Stacy Mitchell, director of Monroe County Tourist Development Council, better known as the TDC. And the headline to the opinion was, Florida Keys bubble may soon burst. For the past 14 months, the expressions, we are living through unprecedented times, we are navigating uncharted waters, and we are only socialized within our bubble, were recited almost daily. Now that many mask mandates, blah, 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 blah. Okay, we're going to go with it. The level of visitor spending in the Keys is, un- is in uncharted territory, and our tourism economy is, on the bu- is in a bubble. Now, bubbles go both ways, right? You got bubbles up and bubbles down, right? But, I mean, most of the times when I refer to a bubble, they mean it's unsustainable. It's just fast. While 65% of the jobs lost in 2020 were travel and tourism related, in a matter of two weeks, our island chain went from enjoying one of the lowest unemployment rates in the state to one of the highest. Now, that was in March 2020. Fast forward one year later, the euphoria of people as they plan to travel to reunite, I'm quoting, to with loved ones, celebrate milestones, simply just get away, something most of us have not experienced in our lifetime. Okay, yeah, I get it. Uh, still quoting, most Americans are only traveling within the confines of the United States because of, and I'm going to paraphrase, some, because of the insecurity, confusing, complicated ways people have to enter other countries. Just much like me trying to get to Poland. Okay. So Florida Keys has been benefiting that, especially since the Caribbean and the islands that people that wanted to get a getaway could. Now this person, Stacy Mitchell, is warning people that we're in a bubble right now. Now the big difference now is that challenges once unique in Monroe County now being felt across the entire country and that's with low access to labor and you know jobs and things are being stretched yes lodging rates in high demand areas such as the keys have approached record levels but this is a result of basic economical economic principle of supply versus demand yes so there's a low uh, high supply of tourists a low supply of a lower supply of rooms and it's a higher occupancy rate driving up the prices Guest services, the daily housekeeping may not be offered. Reception desk may not be staffed 24 hours. Towel shortages at the pool and other service shortfalls are symptomatic, just like at a lot of restaurants. While we are in this euphoric bubble, that quoting again, the visitor is willing to overlook service shortcoming. This will only last for so long as more destinations become available and compete with the, for the American dollar. The competition will increase and demand will likely stabilize. So they're suggesting right at the end of the year that it's going to be open. I, I'm suggesting that it might be happening a little earlier because these people just had their fill. The people that have to travel are gone. And now there's people that just 
left are people that want to travel and they can go other places. And some people just say, I want to go to Keys. Um, so we maybe start to see that. And they said, oh, when another one, uh, Keys are feeling Keys are feeling nationwide wedding boom. I really haven't seen the evidence of that yet, even though I've done a couple weddings during the pandemic. I've done three ceremonies. I haven't gotten any additional inquiries lately. But, you know, there's people that specialize in that. I do all my other things. Just a reminder, I'm a public notary, right? And that... Um, I'm doing, I, I'm do, what am I doing to Soames and Oz? I do loan packages and stuff like that and s wedding ceremonies because notaries can marry marry people and I do b mileage and VIN verification for cars and impound lots and stuff like that for people to get busted from getting their car seized. I noticed near the tow lot that there was two trailers, so I guess... Maybe they had them removed, and that's where they're sitting right there. Or maybe, you know, someone's deceased, and they just, that's their impound lot. I guess they don't, the, the county doesn't have its own. They just use local ones, and they contract them out. Well, I hope I didn't forget. I did say thank you to Todd. I hope you have a safe trip back to Gettysburg. I know they left. They were Driving, it was around 2 o'clock, so they're about 21 hours. So I imagine they may have drove them. They could be up in Georgia now or something like that if they're driving straight through. I don't know if they're taking their time or not. But I'd like to thank Todd and his family. And uh, remember, if you need to get a hold of me, if you are coming down to the Keys, I'm at the Catch Restaurant at Mile Marker 102 in Key Largo. You can drop me an email. Yes, it's my email. I check it. Jim at keysbartender.com. And I'm going to repeat that at the end. I'll repeat it one more time. Oh, I'll repeat it twice. Drop me an email. I'll, I answer almost every email at this time. Things get busy. I don't know. I have a guarantee. I, I've had hopes. I've been doing this show. It's going to go on, what is it, since... 2017. It's the fourth year, and I'm going into my halfway through or a third of the way through my fifth year. The fifth year? Because I did four years. Fourth anniversary. I, you know, yeah, it's a fourth year. So I'm in, into the fifth year. And it'll be the five years I did the show next April. Well, we're hanging at the bar. Yes, I'm going to get to the question from a patron. And it's from, let me see. It's from this person. You're an asshole. You're an asshole. This is directly from Tina. And she's hanging out with friends and uh, Mark and Jamie. And they were having a conversation. And Tina wanted to ask me a question. And she called me. And it seemed important. And it took her about four minutes to ask me. Because she was just red in the face and she's laughing to it and you know if you ever get to talk to someone who's in the throes of hilarity and they're good it, it's pretty funny 
I love I love it when someone can't tell a joke because they're laughing so hard and stuff like that. I can appreciate it because I remember when I, someone told me a joke and they're so funny telling the joke, I can't even tell the joke because it's fucking, I'm laughing. I'm bringing that into my head. Well, Tina's asking me a question. She wanted to ask me, have I ever purchased any, and she didn't say it that way. She said like tampons and all that stuff, but I'm, uh, I would have said feminine hygiene products. And me being trying to portray myself as the cosmopolitan kind of guy from the big city, I said, of course I fucking did it. I don't know. I mean, years ago I started doing it when I was, you know, 20 something years ago, 25, 26 years ago. Uh, I was in my, uh, even further back when I'm in my 20s. Yeah, I was a little, but by the time you're in your 50s and stuff like that, you really don't give a shit. Right. And you said like this, I don't care, but blah, blah, blah. I'll go into it. And then so I'm talking to Tina and her friends and we say, yeah, of course I buy it. I don't care. You don't they don't pay my bills. I didn't say that. But I started riffing on it and the riff went like this. I said, you know, just the other day I was buying those pearls. You know what I mean? The ones that look like beads. Right. Or anal beads look like, but they're not for anal thing. They were stuff like that. And I go like this price check and I'm putting it right. I'm at the counter because it didn't have the thing. And then everyone's looking at me and this one guy looks at me and he says, hey, you're kind of gay buying those feminine hygiene products. And I said, I don't care. I know what side of the street I walk on and I'm comfortable with my sexuality. I'm not gay. And then I screamed real loud and ran out of there, out of the supermarket crying. And that went over really well with those people. Because in the middle of it, Tina has, you know, her drink coming out her nose. And the rest of the people are listening to it. And when you get them, when they start, when you see someone start crying. And I'm not saying it has the same effect. And you have to, you have to, yeah, you had to be there to get the full effect. But it still was one of these things, and I wait for moments like that. I really do. Sometimes people feel as if they're walking into halfway through a story, and it's not the story. It's just it's the thing that's going on then. What I'm saying is you didn't have to see the first part of the story, really, to see the effects of it. When she was laughing and I was laughing and they were laughing, and it was just pure joy. A lot of people come up to the bar and say, you're so full of shit and all that stuff. I say, listen, I got this space at this bar. And especially like on a Monday when I'm there from 1030, you know, 13 hours. I say I'm 13 hours. I may go to the bathroom like two or three times. I may walk out from the behind the bar and stuff my face for like five minutes or grab some beer or or, um, supplies from the other room. The lion's share, I'd have to say, of that 13 hours, I'd have to say 12 and a half hours behind that bar. And if I'm not being entertained on a slow day, and you got to be entertained when you're in it, unless you're just all business all the time. But all business and no fun makes Jimmy a boring boy. And I really, really kind of really seek out. And that's why... People like Tina, Howard, 
Jeff. We might have Jeff on the show. Jeff's the computer guy that does the coding, and everyone asks when they come in, and say, what's that guy doing here? And I tell him, he goes like this, he's hacking into your smartphone. He's taking all your information. That's what he's doing. Motherfucker. No, I, I say he's a coder. He just does coding. He hangs out. So I'll talk to him. I'll try not to embarrass him or anything like that. I think I can do that. I've done it before. If you remember early on when we first started doing our our shows from other places, right? That's what I did. Just do it at, you know, do it at other places. I didn't do it in the house like I'm doing right now. And our my co host walked out because I was too abusive. But I guess it's the kind of like the an appropriate thing after a Tina story, a douchebag thing that I do. I, I real maybe I should realize it. Maybe I should look in the mirror and realize that other people are like me. And they don't like to be offended. And they don't like to be made fun of. And they want to be laughing with you, not being the recipient of laughter. And I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll wake up in the morning and I'll turn over a new leaf. I'll do the show that's more giving, more caring, not making fun of people and stuff like that. And then I thought, fuck that. No, no, no. I try to be kind and stuff like that. And I try to explain people and stuff that when I'm bullshitting you and stuff like that, I try not to be hurtful. I, I, I've gotten really good at not being hurtful. I try to direct a lot of stuff to me instead of other people. And if I'm offending someone because of my language, that can't be stopped, right? That can be stopped, but then that would change the nature, if you forcibly stop saying things, start, you know, editing, self-editing. I Did I do, did I self-edit there? I don't know. Well, I'd like to thank all these people who are doing that. I think I covered everything. I covered that I'm home alone. I didn't do the Kevin, what was Kevin's name? The little boy was Kevin, and he's the one. I, I don't have to do all that stuff. I do leave the light on and stuff like that. And people say, hey, we know fucking where you live. We can go and get it. Well, shit, good luck, man. I got I got fucking uh, Christmas decorations inside the window. I'll tell you what. I got my little blowtorch over the door. The molasses. Was it glue? Was it glue inside the cellophane? And it, and it was blown, and it, it could in your face and I got nails all over the place and tar, pine tar. He cleaned that place up really good after doing all that shit with all that, the uh, feathers and crap like that. I don't see a nine-year-old kid or what was the eight-year-old kid doing all that shit. But um, I, I can handle my own. I'm doing it right now. I'm able to do the podcast and do my cooking and all that stuff. I don't think there's a problem with that. I got my soundboard up. It looks like it's good. I'm going to see if it's working because otherwise I'm going to have to cancel the show. I'm going to cancel the show. Cancel the this episode. This episode of Keys Bartender because I really, you know what? There's no way knowing about sound quality when you're doing a live one. Even when there is a way to do it when I guess I can listen to it when I'm recording. I'm thinking. But you know what? I think I looked at the 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 soundboard with fresh eyes. I looked at the soundboard and fresh eyes. I put everything to zero. I seen some of the things. I read everything on it. 
you know, that was one of the things I never really read the what was going on in the board. I have hookups for four mics. I got an effects uh, set of uh, dials. I got dials for the other mics, and I got control room, control room dials and stuff like that. And I realized, you know what? They all play an integral role. I should find out what creates the most the most or the truest sound that's it the truest sound or the i think that's fidelity the fidelity of sound you should call it high fidelity like that movie well once again this is jim the keys bartender if you like the show i appreciate you for listening uh todd was uh todd have a safe journey you and your family i mentioned it three times because i make a big deal about that um uh send us an email tell us that you got home all right that's Jim at keysbartender.com. That's a real, that's not my web address. That's my email. Send me an email if you have any questions. Obviously, you know we got the phone number. You can leave me a message on the line uh, with the, that's tied to the, uh, you know, any of the websites or Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. I know we don't do a lot of stuff there. I put a picture of two young ladies feeding a beer to a baby. Um, I don't know because it's kind of clusterfuckery. So right now I'm at uh, 33 minutes. I know it's a little shorter, but I'm going to call this one, put this one in the bag and see how it works out. Thank you very much and have a great day, everyone. I'll be back later. There'll be another show dropping about 530, let's say. Okay. Thank you very much and have a great day. Music.